0: iHealth Channel and iHealth Radio, another show, another Friday, a new guest. And this time, we have a little bit of a whole different spin of things. I mean, we always spin things around. Uh, you know, we've had some tremendous guests, you know, that discuss a lot of different topics. But today, we're gonna take it a little bit of an angle. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, first, I'm gonna ask the question. Have you ever thought about Valuation or evaluating things and and businesses and you know infrastructures and things like that probably didn't, um, and uh, there is a whole art to it. There's a whole business to that, and uh, today we're gonna actually talk about that. Our guest is specializes in these things, and not only he does specialize in, in evaluation of things and businesses and so on and so forth. Also, we're gonna try to talk a little bit about healthcare and health industry and maybe some health businesses and how we can potentially give them value and how much they'd be worth and things like that. So, without further ado, I wanna just introduce our guest for tonight, Bharat Kanudia. Did I say it right?
1: Wow, you really nailed it. Perfect, Uh, (laughs) thanks, Hurricane.
0: (laughs) All right, thank you. So, so it, it will be a fun show. I mean, we try to kinda change a little bit the rhythm we talked about psychology, sometimes you know, we talked about fitness, things like that. So today, we're gonna go to business, but we're gonna go to business with a spin. And the man that can give us that is Bharat. So Bharat, first things, let's talk about your background in terms of the business, how it all started, what got you into this, this, this valuation business?
1: Um, you know, it was by accident. I was, uh, oh, that was the yeah. job. That was the job I got out of college and I sort of stuck with it. And, uh, that's the network I developed and turns out I was half good at it. So, uh, you know, it's been 20 years. I've been doing this.
0: Wow. Well, so I, I, I have a little bit of a real estate background. Well, not a little bit, many years. So we used to teach classes on, on valuation and things like that on the real estate aspect. So is that not like like uh, appraisal costs and things, I mean, courses and things, is that where you started?
1: Uh, close. Um, I started uh, appraising um, tangible assets like um, uh, property, plant and equipment. And so including real estate. So I would do like factories or, you know, like a copper mine or a... Um, stadium, um, cool. so, uh, uh, appraising oddball, things like that. And then I moved on to doing real estate. I've done a lot of commercial properties. And uh, now I uh, value companies like private equity or venture capital or regular businesses.
0: All right. Well, we're going to talk a lot about all that stuff. I know you even evaluated the, the, the Golden Bridge. <laughs> uh,
1: not just the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, near you, uh, uh, I have appraised the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Um, the Verrazano Bridge, the 42nd Street Station, the Grand Central Station, the Tappan Zee, oh, the Triborough Bridge.
0: All right, hold on, hold on. Take it easy on us, man. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of historic monuments you know, that we need to talk about. Uh, I mean, uh, people are probably like, listen, what the hell is going on here? I mean, are we even, is that even for sale? <laughs> you
1: know? No, it's not for sale. So many people think that, you know, appraisal or valuation is only done for, sales or transactions. But uh, these assets, you know, nobody's going to sell them. So uh, I had appraised these assets for insurance. So, you know, MTA or City of New York or, you know, even your New York State Thruway, I have appraised all these assets either for accounting
0: or for insurance purposes. So so that's an excellent point. So just just to, to clarify. So obviously assets, property, infrastructure is 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 can cost a lot of millions. To build, and not billions. The, the historic va- billions. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Besides the value, the historic value, or the just the the, the significance of those monuments. So certainly, it has to be insured. <laughs> and Again, my, my my main niche is insurance. So I I said all about risk, and insurance, and and problems that can happen. And you know, you need to have some sort of a uh, property casualty you know concept going on here. So, but but we'll get. Deeper on that one, but let's go back. So you stumbled into the appraisal world, in a way. You started, but what got you like? You know, obviously, you started probably smaller. You know, with just regular businesses. Then you took oh, it on the I, road I, to something different.
1: Yeah, yeah. I started doing very small stuff. I started appraising like uh, churches and schools. Um, so started with relatively smaller stuff. Um, and then sort of grew from there. You know, I graduated with an engineering degree, but who's gonna hire a kid with an engineering degree and uh, give him a job in finance? Uh, (laughs) Because I wanted a job in finance. So, well, I found one guy who became my boss and uh, he groomed me and he was very
0: kind to me. And, uh, you know, sort of it took from there. Well, you know, it's funny you said that because I know this for a fact, I have a very dear friend of mine who actually, studied accounting and wanted to go in finance never started in finance I, I because no one wants to hire him because you need experience to get in <laughs> you know and they they require two years or some sort of internship or mentorship before you can or apprenticeship before you can get in and so so it was it was almost like ah i'm not gonna do this and they wound up you know with me in my insurance industry <laughs> so so um it's i guess that's very close to where we are i mean it was difficult but you did ultimately get in
1: yeah Yeah. I mean, and accounting and finance are fairly close, but uh, the one thing people don't understand is accounting is a study of the past. All the things that have happened. Finance is starting from present to the future. Finance is all future. Accounting is all the past.
0: It's reconciling what happened.
1: (laughs) Right. And valuation is right in the middle. What's it worth today?
0: i oh, love that. See that—that's pretty good. So the the past, the present, and the future. So <laughs> yes, I'm the so that, present. I'm uh, oh, sorry. I'm the present. You're the present, and we're in the present today. <laughs> so that's awesome. Now, now, with with that, so you started with again. You mentioned churches and schools. That I mean, as as you're discussing things, it just like you know, my mind just goes crazy. You know, people may not think those things are also like insurable, or or maybe maybe they have a value and things like that, but they do. Uh, I mean, some churches are ancient. I mean, they're like over a century, you know, old and so on and so forth, even more than that. Uh, you know, I mean, was it last year with Notre Dame in France? I mean, mm-hmm. imagine that. You know, the cost that 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 thing had, and just to rebuild it and to appraise it and all the stuff, it might have might have been a nightmare for those folks up there. <laughs> you know,
1: I can't even uh, imagine that. I mean, those are historic values i mean you know some of the churches i did uh, you know they weren't i mean in this country you don't have too many crazy old churches right i mean the oldest church you might see is you. maybe 200 years old right yeah. um in europe i mean you know churches can be a thousand years old um, yeah, i've really. never done
0: one of those um would you, if uh, you I, have the opportunity? i could yeah so 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 let me ask the question on that so i know in the appraisal world right you always have to do comparables right you have to compare similar stuff within a particular, either demo, uh, infrastructure style or maybe a uh, neighborhood or maybe type of similar businesses and so on and so forth. Um, so how would you quantify that? I mean, just, I mean, obviously we don't want to go deeper on the, the concept, but just a highlight.
1: Um, good question. So uh, comps is one way of valuing something right and generally people when they talk comps they're thinking of houses
0: Um,
1: and generally houses are appraised using comps only Uh, but when you're looking at other items there are really three ways of appraising anything one is the income approach you're looking at the cash flow that the business or the asset might give you over the next 5 10 50 years you um, uh, and and then you present value that cash to today. It's a simple present value analysis. The second way of appraising anything is a market approach where what you said is looking at comps. Mm -hmm. You know, what is a similar type of home or a similar type of a car or business selling for? And the third way of doing it is um, a cost approach as in what might it cost to build that house, to build that business or to build that bridge today
0: excellent well so so i want to give you this is not a test question but this is something that i've heard so so the verrazano bridge as an example was built almost 40 years ago <laughs> i think just about over 40 years maybe more than that actually in in 60 something um i think 68 or something that 65 24. yeah let so, see yeah so 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 it has been prepaid way back then it is still being paid for today through tolls and stuff for maintenance and purposes. There was, there was some discussion, well at least I've read somewhere back in the days that it was even supposed to have a third level. And I'm not sure if that was true or not, but it seemed that it didn't happen. They were supposed to have a train track supposedly built in. Again, when you did the appraisal, was that something that was in discussion and something that, that was even revealed? Uh,
1: Great question. I have appraised the Verrazano Bridge. And uh, most people think the Golden Gate Bridge is the largest bridge in America, but it's not. It's the Verrazano Bridge, which is the longest suspension bridge. The suspension bridge, meaning um, when they say the longest, meaning the distance between the two towers is the longest when it comes to the Verrazano Bridge. Um, And it was built in 1965. And uh, there is a third level. I have been on that third level. So I can vouch that there is one but it is not used for trains and you're right it was going to be Uh, but all bridges have a under deck which is used for really maintenance so it has a deck which is below the third deck under the for the car uh, for for maintenance of the crew Um, and uh, I'll tell you a story about the bridge so you you know those rivets that keep the bridge together you know those about three inch about half an inch thick, quarter of an um, inch thick. So they hammer those rivets in all the bridges to sort of keep them in place. It's like nails, but they use rivets. Yeah. Um, and as the bridge um, uh, moves with the traffic, with the uh, movement of the air or the contraction and expansion of the um, uh, weather, if you will, the uh, these rivets keep falling off and that's part of maintenance you know these re- rivets keep falling off and they keep replacing them just like that's painting.
0: Not people right
1: now <laughs> no no just like it's just like painting right paint chips really? off you paint it again rivet falls off you put it back in and that's just part of the maintenance it's regular i mean ongoing it, it, it literally has millions of rivets so if a few of them fall down you know they keep replacing their rivets that's not a big deal so when i was on the underdeck um there were literally thousands of these rivets and i'm like what is this and I pick one up, and you know the person who was escorting me, you know, he explained me the story though. These rivets, you know, the part of the maintenance—they keep falling down. I'm like, huh? Can I keep one? And he goes, Yeah, sure. I got thousands of them. I'm like, okay. So I kept it as a souvenir for myself. Then think about it—it it wasn't a big deal. He's got a thousand. He's got literally thousands of them just laying around, you know, up for no good. So I thought, like, all right, I'll keep one. So I kept one. Now, four days later, I'm going through LaGuardia. Oh boy! Now, if you don't see, I'm a brown guy, going through LaGuardia in the early 2000s. Okay.
0: Uh huh.
1: And so I, I I I I, I threw my uh, uh, you know check-in bag in uh, X-ray scanner. You know, there's a long line. I'm waiting, and all of a sudden, this gal she pulls me aside. She's like, "Um, "Sir, what do you have in your bag?" And I'm like. I'm like, I don't know, laptop, book, pen, stuff like that. She's like, do you have a bolt in your bag? I'm like, no, I don't have a bolt in my bag. Why would I have a bolt in my bag? And she's like, can I take a look? I'm like, sure. She reaches in and pulls out this rivet. I'm like... (gasps) Oh boy. Holy oh, shit. Damn. I forgot about I totally forgot about it. And I'm like, now I'm just back paddling, right? Because, you know, now I'm it's like, really oh my God. Oh my God. She's going to throw my ass in jail. I'm like, shit. So, so I'm like, I'm like going, oh, no, no, no. So I'm explaining her the story. No, no. Tell you what. I was on the bridge. I was doing this. I was doing this. I'm the appraiser. I'm doing, you know, I'm working for the MTA. And she's just staring at me. She's going, uh huh. Uh uh-huh. yeah, huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm yeah, like, oh you. my God. What a story, oh right? Oh my God. <laughs> you know, and then she goes, all of a sudden, all right, go. She kept the ribbon, of course. But yeah, she probably thought that no sane person is going to come up with this story. So she's like, it's got to be true. So she let me go.
0: Well, I mean, I, either that or you're like very creative and you come up with something like that. That's too elaborate <laughs> to actually just come up on the jibby. It doesn't work that way. Oh, boy, that's interesting. Wow. So, so, ultimately, you lost that.
1: Oh, I lost it, but I don't have anything.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully, the next time you go back. Next
1: of- time I go back, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it in my check-in bag.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. We just have to announce hey, I got this. <laughs> Put it right, I, I, did, know, I totally green.
1: forgot about it. I was like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it happens all the time. People forget stuff and, they, oh, oops, what is that? Uh, you got to leave it behind. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. It is what it is. Um, wow, so that's interesting. Now, now, if I may, I don't know if you can share the data or not, but you know, would you be able to share value? Some of the I, some of the structures, but but certainly not.
1: I can tell you when I appraised it, it was in the single-digit billions.
0: Ooh, oola.
1: And this was about 16, 17 years ago. Um, I can just so- imagine what it is today. If I were to do it today again, I would say in the 30s.
0: Now, now, the price value certainly will be against, I guess, any type of destruction, whether it's natural or not. Correct. Or there's a different level of, of that will be no, just the cost for it to be rebuilt.
1: It's the cost of replacement. So, you know, if the bridge were to come down, God forbid. Um, th- this is what it might cost to rebuild that bridge. Now, not the exact same bridge, right? right. They probably have advances in technology and engineering since, uh, but a bridge that uh, serves similar functionality for the people of New York. So, you know, same thing going from uh, Queens to Staten Island, if I remember. No, it will
0: be Christian Pro-
1: uh, it goes to Staten Island, right, Berezano?
0: Berezano Staten is yeah. Yeah. Staten to Brooklyn, yeah.
1: Brooklyn. Brooklyn to Staten Brooklyn. Island. Yeah. Um, so the same bridge, same area, you know, same length, you know, maybe higher load. Maybe this time they'll put their trains on or, you know, what have you.
0: Wow. Now, is there any different from the Golden Bridge in terms of value? I mean, they have similarities, no?
1: Similarities. It's, a, you know, it's just, think of it as it's just a very complex Process. building. Well... You know, of course, it's a bridge, you know, so it's just got too much going on. So, you know, plus it's going across a major water body um, and it takes, you know, what, eight, ten years to build it. Um, you know, the, the Golden Gate Bridge or the Bay Bridge are fairly old because they're part of the Roosevelt uh, New Deal projects, the WPA projects back in the 30s after the um, Great Depression. Um, the Verrazano is relatively new. It was built in the 60s when America had so much money they didn't know what to do with it.
0: But then you said the Brooklyn Bridge. Now that's yeah. a historic. That is it, a historic bridge. Yeah, and that that's not a big one, but it's definitely the, yeah. a key icon in New York and and the U.S. and the world, actually. So.
1: Yeah, Brooklyn Bridge. I mean, that 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 is definitely a historic monument.
0: Yeah. Uh, so so we move from 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 the bridge. I mean, that I have to say it's awesome. The fact that you actually even were able to do that. I mean, you don't think about these things like in, in like no one was walking like. Did anyone really value these things and give them? Well, you can you can put a value
1: on anything, right? I mean, you know, a, a park, a a bench on the park. You know, uh, this pen, this book. Everything has a value.
0: Oh, of course. But but again, for the common folks, I mean, you know, we're not walking and trying to like, what would that be? What would it, what the cost for this thing, right? We don't. We take it for granted. It's there. We use it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Most people
1: (laughs) when when people walk on the Brooklyn Bridge, they are not thinking about what that bridge is worth.
0: Well, they just well, maybe the the historic value. Maybe that's what they look at. The fact that I've been there. I crossed it. I did this. I I remember, you know, I I still literally to date and I've lived in New York almost 30 years. I do when I'm by the bridge. By the Verzano or, or the Brooklyn Bridge, I do stand there and take a picture. I just I can't help it. Well, you so know, it's, I'm it's on a the bridge, a... I take. A I'm on a ship, I take a picture. That's awesome, actually. Driving and you know going on a the ship, and really just as it passes under the Verzano, it's an awesome feeling. But the magnitude of it, you know, when you go underneath it, is great. So it's 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 crazy. It's a so, piece of art. It is. It, well, technology, art. You know, uh, I mean, engineering. It's it's okay. massive, right? Um, now let's let's go different route now so i know you've you've done brands and other things how do you do that <laughs> now brands is a whole different thing i mean you're taking a brand that is that is marketed in 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 the space of business right um i don't know, nike i'm not sure which ones you've done but uh, you know any brand out there uh, how do you even select one or, or are you solicited
1: no they come to me And uh, brands, I have to be more careful. I can't talk much about that, but I'll give you an example. Um, Say, for example, this bottle of Pellegrino. I haven't appraised Pellegrino, but I'm just using it as an example. Um, What is this? This is just um, uh, spring water filled with carbon dioxide, right? So if I were to take these labels off and instead of a green bottle, I have a regular bottle, what could you sell this for? Right. So say if this bottle costs a dollar and without these labels and without the thing saying, oh, uh, uh, from Italy, um, you might be able to sell it for 20 cents. So the difference between a dollar and 20 cents, that's 80 cents times how many ever they sell right? Yep. That's for each year. And then you uh, project that for how many umpteen years out and you present value it. So that's really the value of the brand. So basically what you're trying to evaluate is if the Pellegrino brand did not exist, right? If we peeled off the labels or the green bottle, what could you sell this for? And the difference between what the pellegrino is selling for versus what it could sell for without the label is, the is really value. the brand's value
0: well and it's, it's amazing because when we talk about brand names and you know whether it's in the uh the luxury stuff lifestyle stuff i mean for ladies is it's all the bags and you know the, the the classic the chanels and louis vuittons and things like that i mean you are really paying for the brand uh, nice and, to... and you know, and anything else. I mean, it's funny. Uh, in when you go to a store, right? And in the food. I know, let's take the food. You know, since we're talking, you go to a store, same brand, same like. Let's say uh, in New York we have rights. so so I'm not sure if you have them in in, in in the West Coast, but if you go in, you can buy uh, a can of soup, right? And that would be a brand, candles. and then you buy a local ShopRite you know soup but the price will be totally different there's a good chance they're probably in the same manufacturing you know establishment where they've been made but one is a brand because that's the cost that they put to brand it to actually market it and obviously that's what the consumer is paying for so it's a little different well at least that that's I think where where it stands in terms of, of analogies um, so so then let me ask this we'll go to the healthcare. Uh, hospitals have you done any yes was that any different in terms of process or is the same formula just different think of me
1: like a vet a dog a horse a frog a fish a whale (laughs) it's (laughs) all the same they all have a pulse they all have systems you know they all breathe air or they all breathe air through water I mean you know they, they all have the same systems Um, so yeah, hospital is, it it is a building with services, specialized services like a hotel or a fancy hotel, but it is a building with services. And basically the model is you buy the building in wholesale, you equip it with services and doctors and good nurses, and you're servicing people in retail. I mean, that's really the business model, wholesale to
0: retail. I, you know, I have never heard that you know, breaking down broken down the way you did it. It sounds so easy. It's very funny. You made it so elemental.
1: <laughs> you know, I like to uh, simplify things, and that's I why my that. YouTube channel. See, most people, Hurricane, in my business, they love to complicate things because people in my business love geek talk. I couldn't give a shit about like, geek talk. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I mean, I can go toe-to-toe with anybody in geek talk, but that's not going to help
0: people. We, we call it KISS, right? Keep it stupid simple. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, but but you're right. I mean, it makes sense. It's very easy. Uh, anyone right now watching this or listening in can really understand what it is. It's very simple. You just give us the breakdown of all the process in a very nutshell, and it's not even difficult to comprehend, which is awesome. Um, wow. But now, so that's structure, wholesale to retail. But now, I don't know if you were able to do anything with, let's say, intellectual property
1: of course intellectual property like um you know brand isn't like intellectual property right so patents or trademarks patents, yeah, or domain names
0: yeah domain name. uh, yeah
1: okay. that's an intellectual
0: property actually um, people i have a couple of those and they do actually raise up in value <laughs>
1: well it depends on what it is right so say for example if i have a domain name called bratkenodia.com, nobody is going to give a shit about that right But if you have a domain name called hurricane.com, right? Now you're associated with, they might want that because there's some value to it. So domain name is kind of like, uh, the way I equate domain name nowadays is almost like Bitcoin, right? So the way I tell the Bitcoin story, people ask me all the time, what's a Bitcoin worth? I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know? It's like, (laughs) so think of Bitcoin or crypto, how we used to think about domain names in the late 90s. Right. The dot coms, yeah, the dot coms. Yeah. We don't know what it's worth, but it's kind of like, oh, somebody's buying it for a million dollars, so it's got to be worth a million dollars, right? But it's worth what? You can buy it for fifteen dollars. On uh, back in the day, you would buy it at Yahoo or uh,
0: really?
1: yeah, <laughs> Net Solutions or something. Remember the name of oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. But, but nowadays, it. yeah. Um, so, so I, I, I tell people that Bitcoin or crypto, I should say. Cryptocurrency, yeah. Cryptocurrencies are similar to domain names right now. Now, would you care if your domain name is hurricane.com or hurricane.ai? It really doesn't matter. I mean, as long as hurricane, you, what you're it? doing with it, right? Similar to cryptocurrency, right? I mean, they're all the same, but it depends on what you're doing with it. Bitcoin is just going up in value because it frankly is the oldest. And just everybody's getting on board. Uh, but we'll see how long that feedback loop lasts.
0: Interesting. It's a good concept. I mean, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you're right. Everything has a value and everything can have a value. And sometimes there is sentimental value that, that no one, it's, that's probably the hardest one to add. You know, like we talked about historic value. Uh, you know, how do you even put that in play? Uh, or sentimental value, like we always hear this. I lost, you know, in in family matters, right? I lost my grandma's rig. You know, uh, it's something that my great-grandfather left, you know, in the family. It's a heroin, whatever. So those those are, like, different ways of looking at value, I guess. Um, How does that even play in your world? Oh, it's forward. very
1: important. If you've ever seen the show Pawn Shop, I mean, you know, that happens all the time. People say, oh, my grandfather went to the store yeah. and, you know, it's worth so much. And the guy goes, yeah, I'll give you 500 bucks for it.
0: The guy goes, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, don't sell it then. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. So, so look at it this way, right? So everything has a vantage point, right? So my phone, you're looking at the back of the phone, right? You only see the back. I see the front. Some guy sees it from the side. Some guy sees it from the top. Everybody sees a different side of the phone, but it's the same damn phone, right? It's what it means to you. It, what it means to you. So value is in the eye of the beholder.
0: That's it. Awesome. Awesome. I, I love it. I mean, I just I'm just enjoying this because you kind of speak a little bit of my language <laughs> in, in terms of, of things. Because really, that's what it is. People value things. I mean. A good example, and it's a joke, but it's not really, let's hope nobody gets offended, but with the the corona and the pandemic, right? Toilet paper. (laughs) The value just changed. What is that? I mean, you know, no one took care of that. Nobody cared about that thing before. All of a sudden, it became the hottest commodity. You can't even find it.
1: yeah precisely so many times it's supply and demand right um many a times it's uh, what yeah. kind of earnings it can make you um many a times hey it costs a lot of money to build that you know so why why doesn't everybody have a trump tower like uh, mr trump well because it costs a lot of money to
0: make it well you know it's funny so since you went to towers and trump tower i, I again even new york city and i'm sure the same in, in, in the west coast and everywhere pretty much uh real estate in, in the 90s, the, some of the buildings you could buy for a million, two millions, and now it's like in the hundreds, if not even in the billion rate. I, I remember just in, in Brooklyn, for example, uh, four family to eight family, you probably can get them less than a million dollars. This was in the 90s. Now you can even you know dream of a, a single residential home for that price in some of those parts. It is amazing. And really, it's the same structure. You know What changed? Demand, market different things, different needs, different demographics moving in, and it changed the whole world. And then the same thing for everything. Um, Technology, same thing. Some of it, you know, was very expensive. Again, we're talking about some things that were expensive in the past now, and they're cheaper now because of manufacturing. I mean, talking to electronics, TV, things like that. So it's kind of weird how the dynamics go. Now, you have to take all that in consideration and pretty much give a policy value. Well, that's why you
1: have to look at different vantage points. So the when I told you income approach, market approach and cost approach, basically, I'm trying to look at the same object from different vantage points. I'm looking at it from this side. I'm looking at it from this side. I'm looking at it from this side, because unless I do it from all angles, I cannot understand that object.
0: Wow. So we'll we'll stick to the uh, health related stuff and let's talk about farmers. Pharma company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now that's multinationals, trillions. I don't know. I think trillions is correct. I mean, it's just just I. I can't even count those 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 digits with with, with these guys. I mean, they're big. <laughs> I mean, talking Pfizer for example. Now with just the the, the shots and things, and beyond that, right? Um, does that get valued as well?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I have appraised a lot of pharma companies and med devices companies and healthcare companies. Um, And and they're all very different, right? Um, Med devices companies are different because they're almost producing a product for the healthcare industry. Mm -hmm. Pharma companies are different because they're working with different molecules and different uh, um, uh, uh, diseases, if you will, or different, um, uh, what's the right terminology? Um, uh, 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 Anyway, different diseases. Um, And they're working on it at the same time. And, you know, it takes years to develop a molecule or to develop a drug. Um, And these companies have to keep pumping in money in the development cycle. So at one point, large companies like Merck or, you know, uh, Pfizer, they have literally thousands of drugs in process with the FDA. And there's round one, there's round two, round three.
0: Um, It it costs a lot of money. And, and, and you'll have to, to come up with what that's worth in terms of everything.
1: Yeah. So yeah. say, for example, if a drug is in clinical one trial um, and it still has five years to go to become approved, FDA approved, and they still have to do trial two, trial three, we can value that drug even if it's clinical one trial because it could give you future potential cash flow. So we estimate the future potential cash flows and we present value them.
0: So is that an actual real type of formula type? You know, is that what it is? Yeah, that, that, it's just... that,
1: that, that really is. It, it's just an income approach. where discounted cash flow.
0: Interesting. Wow. See, again, I mean, like, you know, I'm just trying to, to get my head around this, but, but like the more you were talking about, the more I'm thinking about all these these odd concepts, but they all, you still have the same answers, <laughs> or similar answers, because at the end, it all boils out to the same thing. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so you mentioned YouTube. So you actually go out and do programs uh, mm-hmm. currently. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay.
1: Yeah, my YouTube channel is designed for business owners. As I said, I'm cutting out the geek talk and each, in each of my videos, I am telling them three things. What are the latest trends in that industry? So, say, for example, a CPA practice or a um, a self-storage facility or a sign company or an e-commerce company, you know, I have all kinds of businesses Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, on, on my YouTube channel. And so, I'm telling three things. What are the latest trends in that business? What are the rule of thumbs of valuing that business? And... How can you increase your business's value? So, if you're a business owner, if you watch my channel, I am going to clearly tell you that if you were to hire me as an appraiser to come in and value your business, these are the two, three, four things I will be paying attention to. So, it's to your benefit to pay attention to those things upfront before you even call me so that you can maximize your business's value. So, think of me as a magician given a wage of magician's code.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I'm enjoying this conversation. Don't we throw these things out? I mean, <laughs> you got it down to the science, I have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at what I do. Right, listen. And you know what? You're doing it in a smooth way, and I love that. And that's really when you become an expert, that's exactly the level that you can deliver. It doesn't have to be complex. You can break it down. Uh, but so, so really on your YouTube is really going to A normal business now I mean you you deal with the big and large groups government and all that but then you can also help the little guy and and in this past year obviously businesses have been really suffering right Um, have you've gotten a lot of I guess inquiries or demand to to and 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 people seeking your services to at least understand where they stand today because do do I want to keep you know pumping money in my business or do I want to just fold and just move on and take my losses? Is that something that you encountered, you know, in the last few months?
1: Yeah, people call me all the time saying, "Hey, you know, my business was worth 10 million last year. What do you think it's worth today?" I'm like, "I don't know. it's probably is worth less." Or uh, you know, it, depending on the business you're in, might be worth more, right? So if you have an online business, and you know, so say for example, um, I have a client which is a um, alcohol distributor online their business has tripled in value
0: everybody's ordering stuff in
1: everybody's ordering stuff my cannabis clients who were almost going broke in q1 of last year have now more money than they know what to do with
0: call me in uh... <laughs> i know what to do with
1: it. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, so it really depends right i mean this economy has really been extreme for some people right some people have made shitload of money and some people have really lost their shirt
0: yeah i mean it, it is it is unfortunate but but you're right i mean it's been good for some bad for many um it's it's just unfortunate you know yeah uh, like it's, spotify
1: it's, zoom has done really well
0: oh zoom you know banked up i mean right right, yeah. right. you know they've been around for years but they yeah. used to have you know skype was even you know much bigger and then they took over
1: yeah. A Marriott or Boeing?
0: Not so much. Well, cruises, cruise lines. I mean, yeah. they've been hit so hard and not even funny. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of cruising. <laughs> so so I, I feel that pain because I can't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's, it's crazy. Yo. I, mean, I mean, cruise
1: ships, I mean, they had to stop because cruise ships, you literally have thousands of people. I mean, it's like a Petri dish.
0: You know, yeah, I, I, I get it. Well, so, I, I, was, I love
1: cruising too, so.
0: But I'm not, I'm not concerned, I love that, I love cruising. That's actually a nice logo. <laughs> I can see that on the shirt. I see yeah. that on shirts, by the way. But, but the, the question is not so much about the, the company in a way, obviously, right? But then there's employees. I mean, when you, you, you go into these ships and some of the large ones have like two 3,000 crew members. Uh, and, and just imagine the, the magnitude of all these folks now from all over the world that that's their bread and butter. And right now, they just basically are, you know, they've lost that. I mean, here we're we looking at the rate of unemployment that's been, you know, increasing over the last few months. I'm hoping that now it's gonna get better, but, but I mean, certainly it's been a challenging year. Um, now, one key question, which it might be related, maybe something you can give us some, some insights on. Stock market. Is there such thing as an appraisal to stock?
1: See again there is a value that something there is a number that something should be worth but stock market is really more emotions driven so Reverse. precisely so like Tesla was trading at what 1800 price to earnings ratio Now, most people don't understand what a price-to-earnings ratio means. Price-to-earnings ratio of Tesla fits eighteen hundred. That means, for every one dollar Tesla adds to its bottom line, people are willing to pay eighteen hundred dollars for that one dollar.
0: You're buying a dollar for eighteen hundred. That's
1: correct. Is that worth it? I don't know. I'm not smart enough to tell you that
0: well i guess to your point that's emotional and it's up to the the value that the person puts in it the vantage, is value
1: <laughs> the eye and the beholder
0: you see i'm listening <laughs> i love it i love it i mean listen i mean that's a very good uh i guess a good descriptive in terms of the stock i mean yeah stock has always been an interesting uh, platform because it's you're not buying tangible you're buying stuff that you know services things i mean they're tangible to a degree the companies are But what you're buying
1: is it's more tangible than Bitcoin.
0: Well, certainly yes. Well, I say tangible, meaning that you know, it's it's you're not buying the product, you're buying the the value of the product technically. Well,
1: if Tesla were to go broke, or say any company, say you know why 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 pick on Tesla, right? Let's pick up uh, say Marriott.
0: Well, no, no, beginning. just give an
1: example. Yeah. So. yeah. Say Marriott were to grow, go broke, right? And there are, I don't know, 10 million shares of Marriott. Well, if Marriott were to grow broke and if they were to sell it, well, all the shareholders are going to get so much in value. If Tesla were to grow broke and you paid $1,800 for that $1, you're going to get less out of it, right? So that's why you got to pay attention to the PE ratios and the value. So the, the real benchmark for value in stock market is P.E. ratio. Most people don't pay attention to that. Interesting.
0: Good. Now we have that. Now we have it. We can share it and someone can actually use that to their benefit. Um, so so let's go back to to your YouTube and your opportunity there. Um, are you open to anyone that listens to here and they want to get your services right now? Uh, basically, they can just go on. For, what is the actual channel? let's let share
1: uh, the channel it's called what's it worth it's on youtube if you just put what's it worth on youtube it'll pop up or just put in my name it'll pop up um and in that channel i'm educating regular business owners so say if you own a car dealership or if you own a um, auto mechanic shop or if you own a medical practice or own a cpa practice you know you can go to my channel and just learn about your business and it's five minutes my videos are not long i'm telling you whatever you need to know within five to seven minutes and it takes a lot of work to boil it down to five to seven minutes as um, mark twain once said um, i did not have time to write a short letter so i wrote a long one instead it takes longer to write something concise <laughs>
0: I love it <laughs> That's a good one. I love it. well so so th- that leads me to to a, a, a different question. First of all, the description of the channel uh, YouTube channel is on on the, the description of the show uh, so and also the picture on the show is actually what is what's what's it worth So with you and and, and a brand van behind you <laughs> so so uh, but but the 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 question that I have, which probably people would ask is, well, I'm a business person, I got this business, and you know, I'm already barely making it with my, my stuff. Now, how much will it cost me to get services like yours, for example, and uh, can I even afford them?
1: Yeah, good question. Or uh, you don't have to hire me. In fact, frankly, I cannot do all the work that I'm getting right now. So say, for example, if you come to me, I can always refer you to one of the people in my network. I mean, I know... 80% of the people in the valuation business. So if you come to me and I cannot help you, I can refer you to somebody. And it frankly doesn't cost you very much to get your business appraised. Depending on the business, maybe $2,000 to $10,000. You know?
0: So so again, but the, those are like if individual owners seek the business. But now, uh, does insurance also seek your help too? And I'm assuming they're the first ones that want to have, just like a bank, right? They want to make sure that the house is appraised so, in in this case, anyone that wants to insure a business, they need to put a value to it. and then precisely. So it's really whether you're an individual uh, uh, just small business or large business, or predominantly a bank that is going to be a lender would probably be the most you know uh, interested in 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 your uh, type of you know uh, valuation. Yeah. so for example, if a bank
1: is giving an SBA loan or a business loan, they need a valuation, they need to know what the business is worth.
0: Right. So it's all about, you know, the income, the ROI, what you make, all that good stuff. And then uh, then they'll know how much they can give you. <laughs> Pretty simple. I mean, it makes sense. They're going to give the money. They want to make sure they have an asset, they have something to fall back. in. You know. They got
1: some kind of a collateral. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, in a house, it's very easy. They can take the house. In a, in a business, it's a little harder because it's, you know, uh,
1: projections. Precisely. So in business, what they're really valuing is what kind of recurring cash flow do you get. So recurring cash flow is very important. If you get cash flow like this, that's not good. If you get cash flow like this, banks and investment companies like that, because then that's something that's bankable because they know you will make their payment on a monthly basis.
0: Listen, I think we've got a lot of good stuff from the show (laughs) and in a very fun way. I think that we've covered a lot of angles. I think we went a little bit all over the place, but but uh, we, we stuck to the valuation concept here, <laughs> and you've you've really you know were able to answer all these questions. And again, I try to come up with these questions that you know me personally would probably want to you know have an answer for, but I, I think they are common questions that everyone would probably want to know um, if they were in front of you. Uh, so um, um, anything you want to tell the audience. Um, uh, just just to as an advice. Um, if you want your business's value to increase,
1: focus on recurring revenue and try to automate as much as you can. The more you move away from your business as the owner. So most owners think that the more hours they put in the business, the better it is for the business. No, it's the opposite of that. The less hours they can put in the business so that the business functions in an automated way, the better it is so that they can transfer that business to a new buyer
0: interesting because if not they'll be attached to the business they cannot basically it's them they've become the business precise because
1: it's not a business then it's a job
0: yeah, yeah. no it's, it's a very good advice and i you know I, i'll take it for what it's worth <laughs> and it's worth a lot i mean I, you know it's it's amazing that one piece of advice can change uh, the life you know, of, of a person or a business today, since we're talking business here. And if someone takes that, and there's a lot of good stuff going on today in terms of technology and services that can literally automate your thing. It doesn't matter what kind of business you have, you can. So, um, well, So, we're coming to the end of the show. And uh, I wanna really thank you for, for the opportunity to, to, to come on and share your, value <laughs> just to, to not by intended it's just it just i don't know i come up that way but it, i hope that that, that that rhymed well but um but but really thank you thank you it was it was a a, a very uh, smooth fun uh interaction i think there's a lot of good positive um content core Uh, concepts, you know, in in terms of business, just general knowledge, so, um, you know, I hope if you're listening and watching in, you've picked up a few things, and again, as I always said, if you pick one thing or two things from any of these these discussions that you can apply and really get results from, you're a winner, and we all win, because that's the purpose of, you know, our uh, exchange of of information here. So, Parat, thank you very much. Uh, I have enjoyed this this time. And uh, we will share also. The, you don't have uh, any publication, do you? My
1: uh, YouTube channel is the publication.
0: Okay, no, I'm just saying because if we can share that as well. So, so again, please go check out the YouTube. Uh, link is actually in the description of this show. Click on it and have fun. Uh, you'll enjoy each one of them. I've actually watched a couple, so they're cool. Uh, I didn't watch all of them. Now I'm going to be intrigued to watch all of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, so, Hurricane. Yeah. appreciate you having me
0: no problem so for us uh thank you for watching the iHealth channel listening on iHealth radio and we'll be talking tomorrow morning have a good night